We are the ultimate bad review. Roll camera. Camera rolling. Roll sound. Stop it. You look in the camera and Runa take, you're dead. Marcus! Action! You know Quentin Tarantino? I love his movies. I fucking hate Forrest Gump. There's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Take back the screen! The Directors Guild of America will bring down its swift sword of justice on you, rank amateurs. The enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming. So, I might be meeting Brendan Fraser this weekend. Oh! So, but I don't know yet. Wait, how? Wait. So, I'm going to GalaxyCon oh, on Saturday, shit. and he's going to be there. But it's like, it's $80 to meet him. Oh. And I don't know if I want to spend $80 like to meet Brendan Fraser. Well, what do you get? What do you get with the $80? To meet Brendan Fraser. Well, do you get like... You can get the opportunity to sign you can stuff. Can you get a picture? It's an extra sixty dollars for the picture. Ooh, so it's like mama. I'm spending almost one hundred and fifty dollars to get my picture with George of the Jungle, and I don't know if I was George of the Jungle. Like, he's I, coming on in with a new. Yeah, movie. Darren Aronofsky's The Whale. Darren yeah, Aronofsky. that's what I was gonna say. He's that movie's uh, premiering at the Venice Film Festival. Dude, I'm, I'm stoked. Oh I'm man, so stoked. What if you show up and you ask him about that though? I feel like I would be the only one there that asked him about the whale, if I'm being honest. I, yeah, I he's known for so much more. I imagine it'll be people being like... I was like GalaxyCon. Yeah, like, yeah. and I do... There's a part of me... I own the the Mummy, the Mummy Returns on a Steelbook, like, box set. Oh. And I kind of want to bring it. and be, Like, if I'm going to spend that money, I kind of want to be like, yo, dog. Can you and now it's a sign by signed, Brendan Fraser. Signed Steelbook, the Mummy, the Mummy Returns. That's pretty Fraser. sweet. Dude, if I can get Dwayne the Rock Johnson to sign that thing, I'd be done. Bro, I would, I would do, buy I would do shit for the rest of the year. Bro, no joke. I might just go to. Eh. How many things will you sign? Do you think? I don't know. If I'm being honest, yeah, I'm it's like it's why it's like you don't want to be an asshole. But let's just say, in theory, I was there with you. Yeah, I would hands down bring a Looney Tunes shirt. You would bring because the, the Looney, Looney Tunes, Tunes back, back in action, action baby. <laughs> when you think Brendan Fraser, is that where your mind? Is that where you're at? Where my mind goes every time I think of that man. Looney Tunes back in action, Wait, baby. Okay, time out. What do you think is your favorite Brendan Fraser movie? Looney oh, Tunes goodness. back in action. One might be the most unironic like IRL or in game unironically it is Looney Tunes back in action that's a pretty I haven't seen a lot of his movies though in my in my defense you never saw The Mummy Never saw the mummy. You never saw George, George of the Jungle. Yeah, I was gonna say George I, okay, of the Jungle. I have might seen be George of the Jungle. George that, of the Jungle is you probably. You think that that Looney Tunes back in action is better than George Looney of the Jungle? Looney Tunes is just funnier. Two That's years ago, I remember during the Super Bowl, we just turned it off and put on George of the Jungle, and I was Dude, just like, "This is way that is better. Iconic. This is a way better use of my." That time. is iconic. I get to see Brendan Fraser's sleek, George, naked of the George of the Jungle. Wow! Fucking Brendan Fraser looking like an absolute snack throughout that whole movie, and. It's, what a delight. Yeah. Man, he has so many other phenomenal things, and I'm so sad that you are, you've are you been deprived of that. I have. How have you never I've seen The Mummy? Deprived. I've just been... I don't know. I was so terrified of The Ride, man, growing up in Florida. That, that ride, ride scared the hell. shit out of me. <laughs> like, that ride like, spooked me, dude. Like, you were so scared of The Ride. You I never rode it. I was terrified. I've never been to Terrified. Okay, listen to this. Listen Horrific. To this. First of all... To get in, like on this ride, you have to go through like this insanely long like line, line and yeah. it's a maze, yep. and it's like pitch black. 
you cannot see like shit in this what? line until you're like and all you is think, it still like this oh yeah when mine went it's still on operational yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and so it's a roller coaster it's an indoor roller coaster yeah and but it doesn't start like a roller coaster that's the scary part of it I what? didn't know anything about it I just knew that there was a the mummy ride and when I was a kid I was terrified of it because I, I loved the movie but I was like that that ride sounds scary and so I wrote it with I wrote it like the last time I went like in 2016 and I loved it finally and so when Molly and I went for our honeymoon we get on this ride and yeah you're navigating this dark line it's horrible and you get on the ride and it's like really slow you're just kind of like walking you're kind of like making these subtle turns while like the mummy's kind of chasing you around and then you go like kind of fast for a second you're like well all right that was pretty fun and you get to like this this area that looks like you're about to get off the ride and when you look up to the to your top left, there's like a like a like almost like a maintenance guy, like a guy like controlling the ride, and he's like waving down at you, like hope everybody had a good ride. And then all the lights turn off, and when it comes back, the mummy is standing there, and he screams, "Death is only the beginning!" And then you shoot into the darkness, <laughs> and you go so fucking fast what? out of nowhere, and it was like, it was so awesome. But in that moment, I was like, oh my god that was a terrifying ride like yeah. I can't imagine <laughs> yeah. like if I run that like when it came out like, wait, well, they, they like trick you they think yeah, you, they make yeah. you believe they it's over they give you the fake out they're like you're done have a, have oh a great day god. thanks for visiting Universal Studios and do they do that every time every, they fake you out every yeah. single every time. time and then you get to go through the mummy gift shop <laughs> I mean that is awesome. That actually sounds like a fun ride. It's a sick but ride. It, I love love. To love this it. day, I still haven't wrote it, and I've only really? watched videos of people writing it. You really? What's the matter with you? Listen, that's actually a pretty cool rabbit hole on so YouTube. You, you, is, is to watch videos of people riding theme park rides. I you agree. should check it out sometime. So you are scared yeah, of the mom, movie? I know, I know that people do that. <laughs> So you're scared of the movie because of videos you've seen of people riding a roller coaster well, about the movie? Well, here, <laughs> let me get this straight. I was first scared of the cover art of the movie. The sand face? The sand face scared the living dump out of me. <laughs> oh, man, we need to watch this movie. That was a little bitch. When yeah, holy it. shit. No, yeah. listen, guys, I would watch it now and be like, this movie's sick, but like... I, well, you know, when I was a kid, I was spooked, man. No, I was spooked. I, I, I remember, like, the, the I've, promotion I've already work. seen clips of it. Like, you know, I've searched on YouTube. Yeah. And, like, you know, from what I saw, it looks fun. But sorry, I didn't all mean like, to No, interject. you're good. Like, all the promotional stuff for it. Like, when I was a kid, I remember being absolutely petrified. It looked so scary. Mm -hmm. And then my grandpa watched it, and he was like, it's really good. And I was like, oh. oh. What? <laughs> it's a weird person. To tell me it's <laughs> yeah, right. You're like, so okay. I, I went. <laughs> my, my dad rented it. So and he was like, he's like, this is a scary movie. And he, he was like, we can watch it, but we can't watch it at night. We had to watch it at 2 in the afternoon on a Saturday. Oh, dude, I did that all the time. <laughs> on VHS. Hell and yeah. And I remember being like, this is not scary, but this movie is badass. And right, it's just a fun time. And then they did the second one, which yeah. features very early like CGI of mm. the... Man, you haven't even seen the second one then. No. 
Oh, I dude. Don't even know the Scarabs, the right? One. The Scarabs are in the second one? Or they're in both. Like that? Oh, they're in both. That's like there. a staple. Dude, okay. in the See, second one, anything. do you remember the Scorpion King? Yes. Okay, so the Scorpion King is a spinoff of The Mummy Returns. Yeah. And Dwayne really? Rock Johnson's character is in the beginning of it, and he kind of like spurs the events of yeah. The Mummy Returns, and he gets like sealed away in the beginning of the movie. At the end of the movie, he like is he's unsealed, and he like formed into like a half-man, half-scorpion. I've seen the but CGI. It looks so, so rough. It looks so bad. Difficult to look at, and then Tom Cruise did the Mummy, and it was horrible. Oh, but I I did like the idea of what Universal was trying to do to like create the dark universe. Yeah, creating the dark universe. But hey, we're here. Uh, Dark universe isn't a thing anymore. But what is a thing is this podcast. Yes, and that was a long ass intro. But we're here. This is a Brendan Fraser appreciation podcast. We love you. We love you, you. Brendan. We love you. Kisses. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe see you Saturday. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll maybe see you Saturday, and we'll give you lots of hugs and lots of kisses. I hope that you're listening, Brendan. We love. Can't wait you. to see you in the whale, buddy. Oh, dude, oh. give it to me. Give me the whale. Anyways, this is the shot in the chaser. I'm Nick. I'm Matt. I'm Joey. And we are here to review some great movies today. Another oh, another week of subjecting Joey to to deplorable torture. Oh <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This week we had the uh, the displeasure of watching Alejandro Jodorowsky's The Holy Mountain, the Ooh. 1973 controversial Cannes movie. Crazy film. Uh, and then our chaser is a, a also controversial. Yes, controversial. Uh, directed noted. by Louis C.K. <laughs> In a whole different way. Whole Insert gasp. Yeah. Controversy. Um, we gets, we're gonna get canceled. Episode. Two. We're gonna get canceled. Uh, Pootie yeah, Tang. <laughs> oh man, here we go. A secret Pootie favorite Tang. movie of mine. Oh man, it was a delight though. Both both were just delightful in their own way, for real. And there was a lot of correlation for some reason. Yeah, honestly, I kind of found out that that was weird. On the last episode. In between takes, Matt kept being like, I really think that Sallow and Chippendale are the same movie. And it was like, you can't say that. <laughs> you just no. can't. It was too controversial. That, like, that's it, way it's, too I mean, hot. Even though we're saying it now, I mean, take what you will from it. But I think that you, this has more concrete ground yes, than, this is than Sallow a little and bit more comparison. Who's saying the Holy Mountain? We'll see. But before we get into that, what you guys been watching? Oh my goodness. Uh, so last oh, week, shit, you know, yes. talking about watching Ingmar Bergman's box set, we're now into Wild Strawberries. So, nice. you know, great, great watch. I really enjoyed it. Um, other thing that I watched, uh, nope. Oh, no, wait, we talked about that in the last episode, right? Yeah, you're, yeah, you're well, I'm still thinking about it. it. It's literally amazing. It's literally amazing. I didn't get to see it yet. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to see it. I'm going to oh, get it at the goodness. Alamo, don't you okay, worry. Okay, yeah, I don't want to talk about it anymore because... Jeez, just check it out in the yeah, theaters yeah, yeah. when you when you can. Um, oh my goodness, we I thought that we just watched something, right? Let me check my uh, watch list on uh, Letterbox real what did quick. We just watch? Oh, funny enough, I watched The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants for the first time. Damn, isn't isn't what? that interesting? That. You watched that before you watched The Mummy. Yeah. Yes. Notorious yeah. um, furry. Watches my wife. The of the oh pants. man! Now we're back on that. Listen, um, we need, <laughs> sorry, to, we need to let go. Of that. I'm sorry. It won't be brought up again. Anyways, you're watching it, Sister it will the be brought up again. No, no, I'm literally seriously offended. Okay, all right. So, so, so <laughs> the the Sister of the Traveling Pants. Um, I actually unexpectedly loved it. Um, it was it was so 
weird and existential, and it was like a weird coming of age movie. It, it was it was, it was such, jeans. It was such <laughs> a unexpected love for mine and Joey. I would even heavily recommend this movie to you if you haven't seen it already. Sisterhood, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. I know that that's such a weird recommendation, but I I've don't seen care. It. I saw it when I was like sixteen. Yeah, about to say my oh, friend's sister well, used to watch it all the time. <laughs> yeah, like, there it is. Well, I mean, on on the complete flip side, I also watched David Lynch's Inland Empire. And that, God. yeah, there, there's your like shot and chaser movie right there. Yeah, I uh, I watched it. I loved it. It was still super weird. It was the uh, um, second time that I watched it uh, in its entirety, and I loved it. Uh, shout out to Chad uh, for letting me borrow his copy of Inland Empire, and <laughs> shout out to Willow for also letting me borrow her That's copy sick. of Inland Empire. That's sick. Yeah, it was sick. It was a great watch. Joey, what about you? Oh man, the only thing I can think of right now is that glass blowing show that I've already told you guys about, and I seriously love Joe it. Got balls deep into a glass blowing show. Yeah, I'm like oh, I'm like two man. seasons into it, and I, it, the art they can make it it's just it, they're so good, and it's just breathtaking. It, it's breathtaking, but like it's just cool to see someone just put so much work and effort into this like beautiful piece and then all of a sudden it will shatter on them or it'll do something they didn't want it to do and it's just like to see them just work through that you it, it, i don't know it's a pretty good show and cool. uh, you know it's a lot of fun to look at what was it called again blown away i think it also has a <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> and it is a little is yeah the the like the the uh the loser is uh, the host always says and the person who did not blow us away today. Oh my god, I couldn't watch it just for that. Yeah. I would I kick, I would kick someone's grim. ass if they said that to me. Yeah. It's like what? You're good like you're gone. See ya. <laughs> and then uh yeah, it's always for the first, I will say the first like five episodes, there are people who are definitely worse than everyone else. Right. And they're gone. Like the for one, there's one episode, the first episode of one of the seasons, someone made something so bad, and I was like, I can't believe she turned this in. Like it's just so, <laughs> like she was gone first episode. Dang. Damn. It was fun to watch. That's rough. But yeah, it's a fun show. I don't know. I was. I keep saying I watch shows. I promise I do watch movies. It's true. Last week you don't know what's going on in the Chippendale movie. This week you're only watching TV shows. I know. It's like what's going on, Dude, man? what is going I'll, on? I'll have a movie that isn't one of the movies we watch for this podcast next week. All right, all right. I promise. I um. So Molly and I have been going pretty nonstop this week, and so Friday night we were like, "Yo, let's just like cancel all of our plans and just hang out, do whatever," and so. We were, I work from home. She works, she also, that day was working from home. We're on opposite sides of the house, so we're like texting each other. And she was like, we should, we should watch a movie tonight. And I was like, we should. And I don't know why, like, I, I even thought of it, but I was like, yo, isn't it, I'm pretty sure it's you, my wife. I don't know why I would assume it's anybody else, but I was like, aren't you the one that said that you've never seen the original 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? And she was like, yeah, I've never seen it. Now it's like, dude. That's the plan. Let's go. Oh my goodness. Right? So we order pizza. Oh, perfect. Right? From where? From where? JoJo's. JoJo's. I thought about... Shout out to a local place, JoJo's Pizza. We love you. Friend of the pod. I wanted to... um, I wanted to do Domino's because that's the pizza that they eat in the movie, but I was just like... 
uh, I, I'm not committed that much to the bit. I yeah. <laughs> so I would have hands down gotten Domino's, but that's okay. You wow. also love Domino's. That's true. I do like Domino's. Slut for Domino's. I am. But we start this movie, and I'm like, man, this movie's so good. It. I don't care what anybody it's says. That movie. So that movie watchable, looks great. So fun. The movie's fun as hell. Yeah. The, the suits dark. are so. It fun. is. It's, it's a like really very, yeah dark. It's like kind of grungy looking. I feel like it's it, more based on like the comics, and yeah. so it's like Shredder, it's super sick. Yeah. And like, I look over to Molly like 30 minutes in, and she's asleep. And I was like, oh, son no. of a bitch. And so literally the next night, we watched it a second time. And I was just like not upset. Like I was <laughs> like, I don't care. Like this movie has such a killer soundtrack. It's yeah. super quotable. Cool. I don't care. It has one of my favorite shots in like movie history, when they're all like on the island and the gong, like starts to ring and the camera cuts to like the, the lighting like coming down the hallway and you just see the shadow of Shredder and you're like, dun dun dun, dun 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 as he's like walking down. Oh my goodness, that's cool. And then you just hear like one single like. It's like the Mandy soundtrack when oh, they introduce Shredder. Oh it's like, my holy goodness. shit. This goes so if hard. If we could get a TMNT movie, but with the visuals of Mandy. I will oh say, my I will say goodness. Seth Rogen is is releasing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie next year. Ooh. It's supposed to be live action. Interesting. So I'm very curious. What That's he's very in interesting. I wonder what and he's, he's like. Uh, take he's it. really into like he comics loves and stuff Teenage like that. Ninja Turtles. It's like and his he's favorite funny. Yeah. I think he'll. I think he'll pay respect TNT's and he also really helped fun. make the boys on amazon did he really yeah. i didn't know that yeah and so, All right, like, so he's yeah he's not afraid like he, to take it might be pretty pretty grungy i mean you know a lot of people can't say, wait to see michelangelo smoke weed oh my oh for sure <laughs> fucking paper planes playing in the background <laughs> <laughs> no oh, yeah. but yeah i we're we're gonna watch now we're gonna watch like all the teenage mutant ninja turtle movies I like love it here and because I've seen all of them except the last one that Michael Bay did. Okay, because that was the second one, right? Yeah, yeah the second like, one okay. is with um, ah shit, what's their name? Bebop and is it Bebop and Rockstead? I think so. Yeah, I the think Rhino. So. No, yeah, was it a Rhino? No, it was, it was like a warthog. It was like a warthog thing. I think it was a Rhino. Rhino and a warthog. Warthog and a. Hold See, on, I haven't no. seen it, so it's like I don't know. Yep, Bebop and Rocksteady. I was okay, right. Cool. Ha ha. Yeah, it was a warthog. And uh, Rhino. It was Sweet. a warthog and a rhino. Nice. Nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, I, me- were, I remember them from like the these, cartoon. Like, crust punk skater dudes that were villains that worked for the Shredder. But yeah, no, Dude, so we really watched cool. that twice and I was really like, oh cool my god, this movie design. is still so good. Like, the, the practical effects in this are fantastic. I, I agree that definitely the suits need just, like, the turtle suits need some touch ups, but, like, yeah. the animatronic of, of Splinter is so sick. Oh, and it's, it's great. so solid. Yeah, it looks great. And it's just, it's just really cool to see that stuff. And then, of course, like, Shredder when he's, like, you know, in, in the final fight. And then he, uh, yeah. you know, gets – I think that this is in the second one whenever he almost dies. And then he becomes, like, almost like a sh- super Shredder Yeah, in the second like movie he almost dies and turns into the super Shredder. Oh, geez. That was and so And vanilla cool. icing. So yeah, above, like, yeah. On the yep. floor above them. Yeah. Yep. I don't love that one. I don't love that one either, but when I was a kid, I loved Super Shredder. Yeah, because that was sick. It was like, <laughs> yeah, I was Whoa. like, oh, but then he was only alive for like a couple minutes. Like literally three got minutes defeated. that movie yeah. the Super Shredder And you're like, oh. And I never saw the third one, but... It's kind of like whenever Bane shows up in uh, Dark Knight Rises and he, he just gets shot by a rocket and dies. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hate that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Christopher Nolan. You had one goddamn job. Dang. <laughs> you dumb, dumb idiot, you. 
So, yeah, we're here to talk about two other movies. Uh, the Holy Mountain, which was The Shot, and what was our chaser this week, boys? Tang was the chaser. Wadata. Wadata. Sadate. Uh, what a great chaser that was. Um, so I guess we'll we'll start off with the shot. Um, the Holy Mountain. What's it about? You might ask. Uh, so Tell the, us, the Matt. plot What's is the Holy a. About? I know, right? And I got my handy dandy letterboxed. Um, it says <laughs> the Alchemist, which is played by Jodorowsky himself. That's the director. Um, the Alchemist does, uh, assembles together a group of people from all walks of life to represent the planets in the solar system. The occult adept's intention is to put his recruits through strange mystical rites, and then there they ascend the holy mountain to displace the immortal gods who secretly rule the universe. Um, the movie's pretty sweet. They're dressed like clansmen. I feel like that needs to be no like that was something I didn't notice the first time I watched it. <laughs> oh yeah. When they get to, like you see that they're like all dressed like with the pointed white hoods, and I was like, interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very strange. Oh, like sitting around the uh, table yeah, at, the, yeah, yeah. at the top of the mountain. Yeah. Oh yeah! Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. The movie is or the um, what in, like the immortals are. Yeah, the immortals. Yeah. 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 Or the wall, yes. Yeah. Strange. Yeah, the movie is very, very strange. Yeah. It's a uh, very self-aware of itself. Um, <laughs> it 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 pays homage, I think, to, I uh, like at least to me, it comes across as uh, paying homage to like kung fu movies at some part because you know at some parts because it starts off with this, you know, this uh, human who looks very much like Jesus. Um, he's drunk and he's just laying in a desert and he gets woken up by these kids. They put him up on a cross and totally start throwing... Yeah, they just start throwing rocks at this dude. He wakes up, becomes conscious again, befriends uh, another dude there uh, who was also throwing rocks at him, but they become friends, good friends. Um, you know, they start journeying together uh, and then they, um, like, what is it? This this dude, this little Jesus figure, he ascends this tower and finds this master. And this is what I'm talking about when it says it's kind of paying homage to like an old karate movie because he, he begins to teach this this human, this, this, this Jesus figure, and begins to teach him about how he's assembling, like what we just said, right. uh, assembling this, this, this group of people who want that, I, I, I guess he, he's, assembling to ascend this holy mountain um and then but you know when they get to the top spoiler alert um since jodorowsky himself is the dude who assembled all these people together he reveals that it's actually a movie and and he says you know camera zoom out push back you know pushes back it shows the entire set all the crew and everybody spoiler alert spoiler (laughs) alert it's a movie sorry you had 50 years audience to watch it and then he says uh let us go forth and actually live life uh but 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 the holy mountain is is over so the movie not only pays homage to these like older karate movies that's just one small facet, but that's that was just the thing that I think uh, stuck with me the most because that was when I realized that the movie was not going to be boring because at first, I don't know why, it just came across to me as like a little boring and like a little bit too jarring, like seeing this this Jesus figure just do, ah, 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 he's just screaming the entire thing. He's like not saying anything. He doesn't even speak. There's not one line of dialogue. He's just carrying crosses, getting whipped, 
being forced to get drunk or screaming at the top of his lungs at the sight of these frogs exploding. Which are real frogs. Like, real not, frogs. Not fake frogs. Real frogs. Animal rights are super not a thing at this point. Not a thing in history. this movie. Which also, every other shot has a live animal. In yeah. It. Peacocks, so tigers. Different types of animals. Chimpanzees. Oh yeah, oh my, indeed. There's Lots also crucified animals. skin dogs. That was something. Was that was that real? I can't find a source that will tell me it wasn't, and I can't. Really? But I also can't find a source that tell me it was. Oh, I want to so believe it was. I want to believe it wasn't. I really, really do. Yeah, but I, I want to believe also, it wasn't. Seriously, I just, I was. It's not sound good. I was telling Joey, this is so the Holy Mountain we'd already seen once, and then we rewatched yep. it for the pod. But definitely fell asleep the first time through, which was a nightmare. But mm-hmm. we'll, we'll touch on that later. Um, I watched another one of his movies not too long ago called Santa Sangre. Nice. I haven't seen any of his other movies. This was, like, cognitively a much more, like, well-composed movie. Like, not, like, well-composed, but it's more, like, straightforward. There's no, like, not necessarily a mystery to watching this movie. Like, The Holy Mountain is, like, very... Mysterious. Mysterious and metaphorical. Yeah, right. And this is not. This is, tells you, like, a, a direct narrative. Um, and there's a scene excuse me, at the beginning of the movie, where an elephant dies. But, like, it's, like, a real elephant that is, like, really dying. And this, like, sad, like, this sad music, the acoustic guitar is playing over the death of this elephant that, like, every now and again wails, and, like, it'll shoot, like, blood out of its, out of its trunk. And there's just, like, a nine-year-old, like, laying on its head, like, laying on top of the elephant's head just saying, please don't die. And I'm just like, what on earth would possess a human being to be like, I got it. I got the shot. Let's kill this elephant. And and then make this child watch it happen. Oh, man. What a great experience that is. Yeah, that's, uh, that's Chodorowsky. Yeah, that's him. But, I mean, I, you know... I've I've heard a lot of people's thoughts on this movie um, before watching this movie, and a lot of people's thoughts on Jodorowsky and him right. being a little pompous and a little up his own ass. And I understand now, you know, him starring in this movie, him being the guy who orchestrates everything, and then him being the dude to reveal it's a movie at the end. It does feel a little, you know, uh, like what is it, pompous? But right. but it doesn't rub me the wrong way. It's just. It's more of how he's communicating the story. That that it's not that it rose me the wrong way. It's just that like a lot of this movie connects with me and I yeah. loved it. But then there were some parts where it's yeah not it's not that it's misfiring because I think it was his complete vision. I yeah. mean George Harrison, we were just talking about this, <laughs> did not uh, play the, the 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 part of this Jesus figure dude. Um, just because of a shot where they were wiping and washing his asshole. And George Harrison was like, can we take that out of the movie? And Jodorowsky said, fuck you. So, Which is crazy. Imagine what that movie would be like if it was just George Harrison of the Beatles getting right. his asshole, that asshole, wow, asshole. <laughs> the asshole. And his asshole fucking gaped on the camera. Right, but I mean, like, the For shot's the not even spectacle. that bad. I mean, the shot... Is in, really not. In my mind, I remember being way worse the first time we saw it. Right, I, I remember it being like, oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah it, it's. I don't know. It's. It's like yeah, it is there, but it's, you know, once again, it's not a porno. Yeah, it's no, not, no, no, no. It's not. It's definitely not like that at all. Um, 
Uh, so I, th you know, if you're gonna go into this movie, there is a shit ton of nudity, and if that bothers you, I would not even bother with this movie there because is some because child Evory shot has a na fully naked person. That's like, like I, I was thinking about that during the movie. I was thinking about the wardrobe, and I was like, dang, a lot of the wardrobe consists of like pasties for for your nipples, and then and then extra pubic hair just for the crotch, and like that's it. That's yep. like that's like someone's wardrobe for a good chunk of this movie. Yeah. Um, and I really just want to apologize to my wife if she listens to this episode because if I said that ch word again, she'd probably rip my head off. What, what's ch word? I can't say it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just move on. I apologize, Hannah. I love you. <laughs> but it um, the first time the first time Matt and I watched it, we were like we like known each other maybe like six months. Like we we were hanging out. We were we were friends, and I think this was like the third time Matt ever came over to my house. Uh, and we were like, yo, let's do like a movie day. Me, Matt, and uh, my old roommate, Nick, two Nicks in one house, um, we were like, we're going to watch a bunch of fucked up movies because all of our girlfriends were out of town. And so we, we started with Climax, and I was like, holy shit, that was crazy. And then we watched The House That Jack Built, and I was like, holy shit, that was crazy. And then we got to The Holy Mountain, and by this point, like, I'm so tired. I've, I went to work all day. I watched these two movies. Like, I'm beat. And we start the Holy Mountain, and we felt. I remember, yeah, falling asleep, right around the scene like he like. There's there's a scene where like he has to like shit in a, in a beaker and it turns it into gold. Yeah. I fell asleep like right after yeah. that. I and remember I, clocking out around that part too. And when I woke up, it was the scene where they're traversing the mountain, and it's like the guy on the ground just screaming with all the tarantulas all over him. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dude, what the hell am I watching? What happened? What I feel yeah, like I blinked. Where are we? How did I get here? And like Nick was like, "Yeah, you fell asleep for like an hour." <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean?" And like, and like we were in the last like five minutes of the movie when I woke oh, up. Oh damn! Yeah, I was gonna say that they're at the mountain. That's yeah. a big jump. And so I I completely missed this whole movie. But I remember thinking to myself, I have no desire to revisit that. That was just such a not it movie. Right. Same. I felt the same way. I was like, why would I ever watch that again? Yeah. Like it just didn't but we're do here. it for me. And yeah, I ended up rewatching it like and able to stay away through the whole movie and i definitely like it a lot more now but i i do agree that it's not anything that i'm like whoa my life has changed i'll never watch movies the same way i can understand though in 1973 someone showing me that movie for the first time and i'd be like what you can't show the camera crew in the movie like, yeah yeah right right it's it's so wild and so like like not oddly but so like blasphemous in its storytelling which I don't really care but it is like a, such a surreal like psychedelic religious spectacle yeah it's very that, like, spiritual that really in my, in my opinion I, I get the vibe it. of just sort of like kill your gods and masters and yeah. cap and at the end of the day when you remove yourself from capitalism and and realize that money doesn't need to control you, you realize at the end of the day you never felt pain in the first place. You never felt any. You never yeah. had these emotions. And mm -hmm. it was just there's some really sick moments like that where like the Jesus figure is about to do something, and the and I'll, and Jodorowsky walks up to him. And he's like, "You wish to perform miracles like him? Let me show you what would happen if you did." And he shows him like giving bread to all the hungry kids, and then they all start killing each other for oh, bread. Yeah, <laughs> fighting each other, like and the larger bread. ones show and up, and then extra bread. Yeah, it, like, yeah. It's, it, it was it was such a such a better experience this time around, and I definitely yeah. 
I'm gonna buy it and add it to my collection. But. I mean, a lot of the shots are just so visceral and just like yeah. immediately implant themselves in your memory. Like, you know, just a couple off the top of my head, uh, the Jesus figure uh, walking through that rainbow hall, holding the knife. Yeah, um, that's that rainbow the hall. Guy, awesome. Yeah, the guy. Uh, I mean, I mean the 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 guy, the Jesus dude we're talking about, waking up with all those uh, paper Jesus. mache. Uh, Jesus is around him and he's just screaming. He yeah. just like goes and destroys them as many as he can. Yep, exactly. Uh, another shot would be um, the I think he's the leader of Venus, the dude from from Venus, and he has all those wives and he's like walking through the factory. It almost reminded me of like a Wes Anderson. Yeah, type honestly, vibe. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa, this is weird. Just very, very strange. Um, and I mean, we can just keep going on and on. I mean, there there's just so many shots um that it just stuck out in my mind and it was uh watching it again um because i I actually had to watch it um two nights in a row because we we started it and my wife started it with me and we only made it halfway through before both of us had to clock out we had to work the next day so we watched it again the next night because she really wanted to finish it and i just every single scene that i remembered from the night before I remembered based off the shots and yeah. not necessarily yeah. what was going like the on. Context. Yeah, it was almost just like, oh my god, this is where uh, Jodorowsky is going to move extremely slow, and it's yeah. like, and I get to watch that, and I was, and it was cool to watch that, and and I mean, a huge part of that I want to say is uh, the soundtrack. I really, really enjoyed the soundtrack. I thought it went all over the place, and I loved it. It went from like this weird tribal music to like pan flutes to psychedelic 70s rock it, it was all over the, the music place of that it was, movie it was is awesome insane. the soundtrack is, yeah, the soundtrack is a wild is ride it's that really dictates yep like, i love it in that movie. it even had like mongolian chanting in it yeah. or whatever like you know throat singing or the, that yeah, the opening credits with the throat singing. i love it yeah oh my goodness the opening credits is one of the best parts of the movie i, I remember mean, that was like that was the scene that stu- i remember when we started it that very first time and then like the opening credits being like Oh shit! I yeah, we are fucked. Right yeah, we are fucked. We are in it. We are in it to win it. And yeah, that night we did not win it. No, we God, no. no. I was very. very it wasn't that watch. Yeah, wasn't that watch. But this time, definitely, I I enjoyed, I enjoyed this this idea of like, being your own person and like I I liked, not that I liked it, but the the, the finale of like. The way to become gods and immortal is here on film. You're immortalized here. Now let's leave. It's like, again, in 1973, I'm sure, that would have been like, holy hell, I can't believe that that happened. It's so true. On film, you live forever because you're always here. And now it's kind of like, well, I document literally everything I've ever done ever. As soon as I wake up in the morning, I send a Snapchat to people being like, I'm awake. <laughs> I, I, like, it's, it's that message inherently is not super shocking anymore or super like out of left field yeah it's i appreciate it for being like the first time like one of the first times it's ever done and i think it's Mm. done really interestingly i wish that the movie didn't end literally immediately after that shot yeah um and i there there's so many things that you see in that movie that you're like man i really wish that i would stop seeing this right now (laughs) and then you'd be like they'd be like all right next transition you're like oh great and then two minutes later you'd be like man i really wish i wasn't seeing this right now (laughs) and it just it just kept doing that and it was like please i just need like 10 minutes of pure normal content just to just something to like he doesn't give it to you it never gives it to you 
No. Nope. The giant vagina machine. Like yeah. I was like, what yeah. the hell am I, I looking? I thought that was like one of the coolest shots of the whole movie. But it yeah, was that so was weird, weird. And, and very, very strange, <laughs> very strange, out, very strange. Out of nowhere. <laughs> I, 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 the, there's a lot of disturbing thoughts and uh, just like things. It's, I, one thing I really didn't like about this movie is just there's a lot of moments that I just I still feel like I didn't get, and I felt like it was <laughs> just trying to be confusing to confuse you. I don't think it really made any point or really mattered to the plot. Uh, and Somebody's I think brain is the size of an egg. That I, I also could be too dumb to understand. <laughs> no, is that no, I'm giving no, that. No. Uh, but I feel like those were the parts that made the movie too slow. Like oh, now you're that. just confusing me. I'm not meant to understand this. I, I think that you need a second watch because second yeah, watch doesn't make way more sense. The first time, yeah. and again, I fell asleep, so I was super lost. I don't it. know if I'd want to watch this movie again either. Like it's, that, I feel like I, I have enough. It's taken me like three I years get to that. watch it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, I get it though. It's yeah. a lot to like, take I in. Would, it's such a, it's such a like overstimulation. Every single e- thing about it. Even though it's there's a lot. a lot of like nudity and there's a lot of disturbing scenes, and and I would say you know compared to last episode with Salo like that those are like these are like top two movies that I would never want to watch again <laughs> I, I, I if I were to watch this again I would want to watch it with other people like it, it is a conversation starter it I definitely is I think the and you who watch with a group of people yeah. group of friends because yeah. yeah. you don't see anybody get like molested yeah. In that movie. yeah and I mean yeah. nobody eats shit during the holy mountain shit is in the holy mountain yeah. but like nobody's it, eating it like that's the thing is that it, like I mean funny enough we're literally comparing Sallow but Sallow <laughs> lingers on it for shock value the holy mountain just makes you aware of what it is and then yeah, and, that's, and it. that's it it, it yeah. just it just makes you aware of what it is you see it and it's like oh shit and then it's like it's gone and you're like oh okay like, it's and gone. it's not a scary movie per se but I I left this movie and I don't this doesn't happen to me a lot. Right. But I went into my empty apartment with all the lights off and I was terrified. <laughs> I had just like I had to like sit and watch just something funny to get my yeah. mind off of it because I could not go to sleep with these disturbing I- images. It it, it was too haunting. No, I get that. Funny, funny enough, the first time I watched it, I felt haunted from the, like all the animals in it. Like, yeah. Because kinda. I don't know why I thought that this movie had so much more like scary animal shots in it. Yeah. But it actually doesn't. No, the animal I mean, shots are like the most peaceful shots. Yeah, they're, 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 they're more the frogs chill. blowing up and yeah. the inside out dogs. Yeah, right, right. It's like other than that, I mean even the uh the tiger in it. Yeah. Um there's even like it looked like a jaguar is in it, which is really cool. The peacock. Um, yeah, the yep, the, the white peacock was really the cool. The hippo, the, the baby yeah, the hippo. hippo. Yeah. I'm still confused as to like, how they that got real? that. Yeah, because I've just never. It's, like, it's how, just. I've only seen terrifying videos. of Seriously, hippos. I mean, I know it's a baby, but that's insane. <laughs> that's just still scary. Oh my goodness! So, what was the other movie that we talked about or watched uh, this week? Well, hold on, hold on. We haven't finished talking about the Holy Mountain, bro. We haven't. No. What are we missing? Because no one's recommended it. Do we recommend oh, this to the son audience? Oh, a bitch. I'm sorry. I literally forgot. Scott, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, so, um, yeah. Joey, I would mean, you I'll recommend start, this? I'll start off and say I wouldn't. I really don't think, like, it's worth many people's time. It's just I too, mean, too like, confusing. Watch it. It's it too is, much. It is, a, it is a lot. It's, it's kind of boring, and I really don't care for the Christian, the religious elements. I really don't. Like if if you're someone who's really into that kind of stuff, 
and and is you know somewhat spiritual. I think this is a perfect movie for you. I'm mm-hmm. kind of over that. And, uh, over I totally it. understand. And that. so I I just like it. It, it kind of bored me. If any, if I, to- anything. I like, totally understand that. And I mean, just j- just directly bouncing off that, I did uh, feel the same way. Um, uh, you know, very similar feelings towards some some things that are a little bit too spiritual. And like I said earlier, I did get this vibe that it's like coming across as like too preachy at times. Right. But um, Nick, I also see it from from your perspective too, which is almost like rising above God. You know, it, it's like it, it's not necessarily about Christianity. It's 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 much more than that. It's, it's like, literally about it's like killing, it's, killing it's your like gods. A uni- it's like a universal sure. message, yeah. And it's about all the planets, and it's about all the best Messiah figures from all the planets in the solar system yeah. coming together, realizing that they are nothing, and then just living life just to live life. Which is just a really deep message. It's right. just, you know, sometimes, you know, watching it, Jodorowsky, uh, like, uh, showing, you know, himself as the one who orchestrates all this stuff. Sometimes right. it rubs me the right way. Sometimes it doesn't rub me the right way. Um, and, I, you know, if you if you want to check it out, I think I think it's dope. I I don't know if I would recommend it just just based off of, uh. I don't watch, I, uh, dude, this needs to be good. Are you good, I'm, Scorsese? I'm like, what was that? I'm literally having a stroke. I would just say that I would recommend this movie if we were if we were destined to have a conversation about it afterwards. Yeah. If someone's just gonna watch it Oof. and then just not talk about it, it's like one of those movies. that's like, uh, no, I, I get that. I, like I agree with you, Nick. It's not necessarily gonna change your life at this point. Yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like watching Halloween and then being like, this is the scariest movie I've ever seen. And recommending it to someone like that, they're gonna watch that and laugh at you. Yeah, just, be just like, because of its age. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just they're gonna appreciate it, but it's not. I I'm kind of on the same boat here. Where like I would recommend it to a certain audience, and I think that I I, I enjoy the movie's overall message as the idea of like once you realize that there there is no god and that monetary gain means nothing, like you will be immortal and you will live forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like that that aspect of it. I think that there are some scenes that I understand it's from the seventies, but there are some things that I'm like, man, like I'm just looking at a bunch of little kids' dicks right now, and I don't uh, yeah, love this. Right. And yeah, like, yeah, 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 okay. And and, and or, or there there's a scene where um, it's like all the all the sex workers outside, and one of them is like clearly eight years old. Yeah. But still, I like, dressed like like a sex worker, and the one guy comes up to her and like pulls out his glass eye and gives it to her. Oh, oh yeah, that was God. a strange. Yeah, that scene. whole thing. I was like, what? I like, I understand. Like, the, the, there's clearly a message here, but good God, but like, it's like, why are we doing this? It comes out of nowhere, and it's so wildly upsetting to to look at. And, but I mean, yeah, the the movie doesn't necessarily let up. I feel like this movie is super shocking, and sometimes overwhelming and a little annoying with it mm, yeah. and there are definitely parts that I'm like man this could have just like not been here and it would have been just fine mm. um, so I, I think I would recommend it but like it wouldn't be my first recommendation exactly that's I, I think that's why I was just tripping over my words because it's so hard to be like I would recommend it right, but right. it's not the movie that's going to come to my mind because I feel like that's the way a lot of people feel about this movie is yeah. that it's like, oh my god, Holy Mountain. How could you not talk about Holy Mountain when you're talking about the best movies of all time? And I'm like... Easily. <laughs> it's it's a good movie. Yeah. I think that it's got a lot of things going for it. I just... 
I don't know. It I'm just didn't. Like, it didn't but, hit me the way you know a lot of people say it did for them. Yeah. So nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. But it was still movies, a good movie. Movies just fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But then the second movie we have, the we Chaser go. here, uh, and again, controversial director, controversial film, but fuck Noted. you, one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> fuck uh, you. <laughs> uh, is the what year did it come out? I think it was like two thousand three. Um, the uh, cinematic uh, masterpiece IMO of Hootie Tang. Ooh, baby. Man. What a trip it is. Let me, before oh, I so get into funny. this movie, has anybody, before before we brought up this podcast, Joey, had you seen this movie? No. Not okay. at all. Dude, have you heard of this movie? No. Okay. Before, 2001, by the way. Before meeting you, Nick, I never had heard about this movie, and I didn't know it existed, and you introduced me to it, so. It yeah. was. And I, and I haven't heard anyone talk about it since yeah not a lot of people know about it it was like i moved in with nick and he had brought it up i had seen it when i was like a kid and i didn't really get it i didn't understand what i was watching or why anything was supposed to be funny and so i just sort of never thought about it again and then nick brought it up and was like yo we should watch it and basically this movie is about a, a guy who I believe is living like clearly in some kind of alternate universe and is is like the Jesus Christ of this universe. Easily. People yeah. everywhere Easily. worship him. Pooty Tang, who has his own like language. He speaks, like, he speaks in jive, he's cool as hell, and he's got this yep. belt that he like will take off in like reverse shots <laughs> to do it super fast. Uh, and just like whip bad guys. And yep. he's all about like doing like positive PSAs for kids to eat their vegetables and stay off the drugs, <laughs> yeah. no yeah. drinking. And uh, Robert Vaughn is it plays the villain in it and he's like, We have to get that booty tang. We gotta make him stop doing oh stuff God. with that. He has to promote my whiskey line and bullshit like that. Yeah. And so it's this, it's a really quick movie. It's only like eighty minutes. Oh my goodness, one of the fastest watches yeah. ever. Yeah. And it's it's nonstop. For in my opinion, there is not a moment of that movie where I'm not laughing. Like yeah, every like, like three seconds of that movie, something unfathomably hilarious happens. Right. And so I had recommended it because I, I watched it with you, and I remember that Christmas that we watched it, Hannah got me the belt buckle. The belt buckle, <laughs> yeah. The booty tag belt buckle, which I have somewhere around here. I used to wear it to work, and, like, a few people got it, and I was like, yes. That's awesome. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was like, we gotta watch this. This is a good chaser. There's, like, no matter what movie you watch, Pooty Tang is always, in my personal opinion, gonna be a great movie to, like, get you back on track. Mm. The, the, the... The chaser. <laughs> yeah. the, the scene with um, where he's making the song and he's like, Pootie Tang don't need no music or whatever. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> just, just silent. silent. And he's just getting into it. And then, like, later on, they play the song and, like, the DJ is just going crazy. Yeah, like, he's eight like, shit this over this. Pootie too good. Pootie too good. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, like, the kid. The, the dad busts through and is like, turn that noise down. Dude. Turn that music down, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. It is so yeah, amazing. That, that made me die laughing. That, yeah, just like the silent, I was like, it was just so funny. With the, this the movie music, is, the, it's it's literally so good. It, it I mean, and, and Nick is right. Interviews. Nick is so right. Like, you know, Pretty Tang does come across as this like Jesus Messiah figure because he, he only does what's right. Yes, he does like fall sometimes, but maybe you know if you don't want to compare him to Jesus because of the the sexual escapades of of of, of Mr. Pootie Tang, we 
could uh, like maybe. No, I read the Vinci know. Code. It's fine. Yeah, right. Yeah. We could. I mean, I, I would at least compare him to the biblical character of Samson because I was thinking the same thing. Right, because because you know. Two minutes ago, you're like, I don't care about Christian shit. Yeah, <laughs> I know. He's like, I don't give a I shit about this Bible shit. The story of Samson. Yeah, like. Except his well, friend rats him out. Well, our Bible uh, degrees are showing. Well, these nerds went to Word of Life. Like the, the, <laughs> they were here. The, like, the, the belt doesn't really mean anything. It was just bought at 98 cents well, store. Yeah, exactly. Well, the I Piggly mean, Wiggly for 95 the, yeah. cents. Yep. I mean, the the message is a little different than, than Samson, but whenever he had his, his belt taken away from him, it kind of reminded me of that. Uh, and it's Walmart. like, I don't know, it's just at the end of it, that's the thing about this this Pootie Tang character is like even though it is a very funny movie that is very enjoyable to watch I did see this very I don't want to say simplistic but it's it's a story I've seen told very many times and it's about how people who are in control um, are, are the ones who are generally hurting the population and right, those right. who want to rise up and stop that because they see the the pain and the and the problems caused by those above them they get taken out and that's exactly what happens to Puditang and that's why you know comparing him to Jesus I don't think is that far out and that and it's just really interesting to like take such a you know and I mean we're you know Joey's literally yawning oh, at me talking yeah. about this shit no, but hey we're here, we're here talking about Puditang <laughs> yeah right that's it just from like, Nah, man, Nick Nick and I literally just sat on the couch and just, like, came up with that theory on the couch as we were, like, watching Cause we were it. Like, what, we were, like, because last week you had brought up the whole, like, salad and Chippendale are the same thing. Yeah. I was, like, let's try this with, uh, let's try this with this. And I think ten minutes into Pootie Tang, I was, like, no, this is the holy mountain. Like, Pretty <laughs> this much. This guy is the Christ figure. Yeah. And he's, like, the, the, there's oh my even God. the rise and fall and everything. And even, yeah. like, the end of the movie where there's, like, a hundred Pootie Tangs. That's him. In the room with all of the all the plaster Jesus Christ on oh the crucifix, yeah. it's it's actually wild when you realize that Pootie Tang is a prequel to the Holy Mountain. But yeah, it's for like, real, it's very weird. Pootie Tang. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's, Seriously though, I mean, I did see a lot of the same messages that that were conveyed in Holy Mountain, kind of conveyed in a comedic way in yeah. Pootie Tang, and it's just really interesting to watch both those movies back to back because I think in a way they do accentuate the same things and they talk about the same things yeah. even though they are vastly different yeah. and uh, but yeah I definitely really lo- I want to get at the beginning of the movie when they do like the introduction song there's this gigantic neon sign that says oh, Yeah, and I want that like, that would be awesome. That, like, up against that wall right there, just this gigantic neon sign that just flashes Booty Tank. That would be sick. Like, that would be so... This would be the best room to hang out in. But also, like, all the music in that movie is, like, made for that movie. Oh, it's so, so, like, good. every song is a banger. There's never a moment where, like... Like, there, there are so many quotable scenes in that movie. Yeah. And it's so preposterous and so insane. And there are just, like, these... There's these weird... There's weird edits throughout this movie. Like, there's a scene where, like, he's, like... Like whipping with the belt, and every time the whip, the, the belt goes, whoosh, the camera does like uh, goes to oh a completely God. different angle. And it like clips like twenty six times at one point, and you're just like, holy cow, Dude. this is insane! But it all feels so like like it's keeping up on a tempo. I don't get why this movie wasn't a slam dunk success. Like it, yeah, when it came out, I remember most people saying like this is the worst movie they'd ever seen. Yeah, oh which is God. so strange. But I mean, I don't know. I guess when you're because once again. 
when you're cringe. But I mean, I mean, Holy Mountain came across as paying homage. I think that Pudetang comes across a lot to me as, as paying homage because, like you know, Nick. Whenever you and I were watching the, this movie, we even noted um, the the scene where Pudetang and um, what's her face, Wanda Sykes. No, um, it was the blonde-haired chick. The 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 girl that he marries towards the end, or no, almost marries towards the end. No, 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 no. Oh, the, Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, Jennifer Coolidge. Okay. Yeah, sorry, because I was like, <laughs> whenever whenever Jennifer Coolidge and Pootie Tang are you know about to like do the dirty, it goes into this Lynchian, yeah, the smoke dreamlike like, sequence. Yeah. yeah, and like and and there's like fire that like strikes up, and it was even like a like a close up of a match. And there was her whispering it in his ear. It was just very, was very, very weird. Yeah. It just came across. But like there, like that's not just the only moment in this movie where that happens. I mean, there are multiple, multiple times where even like Pootie Tang goes low to the ground, and then when he rises, he's like in a like 1950s Hollywood set looking place where like he even has a painted backdrop behind him, and then his his dad, played by Chris Rock, is like. Painted as a as a corn on the cob, and he's like dressed up as like a corn stalk, and it, yeah. and it looks like because almost. Because he, he had moved to the country at that point, and he had the so corn stalk that strange. died, and so he has like this hallucinatory trip. It's nuts. But it, but it's so strange it's because because it, it comes across as like Wizard of Oz. Yeah, me. and it's like but it's it's paying homage to that stuff, and I know that it doesn't connect with everyone, but but when I watched it, I was like. Dang, this movie is more than just like plain jokes, and I know like controversy noted. I know all that stuff. It still is just a great a great movie, and it still hits. It it, it hasn't. So it, it's, we it's, don't it's aged support well. what Louis C.K. did no, to those of women, course not. but this yeah, movie is no. kind of fucking cracked. <laughs> like, yeah, this movie I think is just well written, and I think everyone just did a written really good job with it. Yeah, and yeah, um, yeah. It's, it was a fun watch. It's such a funny movie. Like, there's. I would personally heavily recommend it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, yeah. if you know, as long as you're down for just a really good, stupid time. Now, I will say, for some of our more PC audience, David Cross is in this movie. Oh yeah, and David Cross definitely does blackface. Yeah, and it comes 100%. out of nowhere. And I yeah. get Matt like came up like Matt has a good theory of why they why like it's like there <laughs> yeah personally i mean you know if like well i mean i would say the whole movie of of Pootie tang someone could definitely take offense to this movie but but <laughs> what? Da- but but like specifically david cross's blackface moment um it kind of kind of comes out of nowhere and, and and like at first uh it's just a very short appearance where he's in a commercial and then he appears again like at a speech or something like that whenever they're about to like Opening open up a, a building there it is yeah so Whenever he's like, um, what is it in in the commercial? It made me think that uh, the the comedic message of using a white dude to portray a black dude um, by the corporation. It's like the corporation didn't give a fuck to the point that they're not even going to use an actual black dude to represent Pootie Tang. It's going to be a yeah. white dude in blackface. Um, that is the humor behind it. It's Take like, that, it's corporate like, America. That's we found how, out you're racist. That's how fucked up it yeah. is. Checkmate. But Checkmate. I totally understand if, if someone were to watch this movie and be like, Matt, why did you make me watch David Cross dress up as a black man? And uh, that's extremely racist. If you said that, like, I would, that's totally fine. Like, I, I didn't mean to offend anyone, but I view it in a very, like, anti 
consumerism, you know, uh, message. Yeah, movie's and, twenty um, years old, also. So yeah, I mean, movie is is, is, totally is, is a little dated. Yeah, it would yeah. never be made today. Try watching Mr. Show. <laughs> yeah, like, right. yeah, yeah, right, exactly. But yeah, heavy recommendation for sure. No, same. same. I I I've loved that movie. Cool. I own it on DVD. I'm definitely about to upgrade the Blu-ray now that they have a Blu-ray copy out. Where's it's, the 4K? Where is the 4K? I would love to own Booty Where's Tang on UHD. I want to see him whip bullets with his fucking hair. Yeah, <laughs> in, in 4K. 4K. Come on, man. We need, na, na, we need, a, we need na, a restoration. Na, 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 na. Yeah, I, I want to watch it again. And I want to. I, I would recommend it to it's anyone. So like my brother's family. Yep. It's so funny. Great movie. <laughs> man. Wow. All right. So well, there we you have it. Through. That's another episode, We've got the guys. Holy Mountain and its prequel, Booty Tang. Yep. Yep. Wait, what's up next? What are we oh doing my next goodness. week? The Gray Man? Ooh. Ooh. Action movie. I thought the next week was not The Gray Man. I thought it was Patterson. Wait a minute. <laughs> Is next week Pat- Gray Man? I'm getting it mixed up, guys. It's actually Patterson. And wow. Dumbo, right? Yeah, wow. that's right. Wow. Wow. Take Sorry, two. guys. Leave it in. We're just- yeah, leave it in. I mean, The Gray Man is already on the schedule, but it doesn't matter. Next week, next episode, okay? Just just erase everything I said before this in, in your minds. We're watching Patterson, which is not a fighting movie. It's actually the complete opposite. Not it's a about movie. it's about it's about well, Adam Driver what? driving a bus and writing poetry. It's a very very chill movie, but it's awesome, and that is going to be our chaser. Does he take um, his shirt off? And is he is he square? He I, I bet so. you he takes his shirt off. I don't I, think he does. If I, I bet if I, I want to see I want to see sleek square CGI Adam Driver. Adam Driver. And then um, the shot is going to be Gummo. Harmony Kareen. Yeah. Harmony Kareen's Gummo. Never seen it. Excited. Never seen it either, but I love me some Harmony Kareen. Well, yeah. Trash Humpers is one of my favorite Same. movies of all time. All the, yeah. Man. Great. Director. That is a. I'm very excited to talk about that one. I watched it. I'm going to watch it again for this, but the first time I watched it, Molly had like a friend over and they watched Titanic. And I watched Adaptation and Gummo back oh, to back. I love Adaptation. Good. That's a great movie. Oh, man. Great movie. Adaptation is um, like one of my favorite movies. That's of all a, time. that's a personal favorite, Nick Cage, for me. <laughs> yeah, great performance. But yeah, we will get into that next week. But until then, I'm Nick. I'm Matt. I'm Joey. And you listen to the shot and the chaser. You should stop doing that, but thank you for doing it anyways. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs>